You're very welcome to this weekend's edition of Over the Bar with me, Sean Holland. Uh, so as we have a very enjoyable extended interview with a Wexford hurling legend later on, I'll keep last week's review in brief. And in football, we had the sacking of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer at Man United. Something that's really been on the cards for a few weeks now and pretty much the final straw was a 4-1 defeat uh, to Watford on Saturday. United did manage, though, to pick themselves back up and they defeated Villarreal midweek in the Champions League, booking their place in the knockout stages. The three other English sides then did uh, something similar, uh, with Liverpool, City and Chelsea all progressing with a game to spare. Then at home, we had another dominant display from the Ireland rugby team who hockeyed the Argentinians 53 points to 7 on Sunday, which rounded off a very successful November series for them. And then in hurling, Middleton defeated the Glen on Sunday, winning their first senior hurling title since 2013. They were the far more dominant team from the off and were guided by the prolific scoring ability and wizardry of their talisman, Connor Lehan. Now, speaking of wizards on the hurling field, uh, one man whose name is synonymous with putting the ball over the bar for Wexford is one Rory Jacob. Rory had a fine career with the Yellow Bellies, winning a Leinster title in 2004 and captaining the side in 2008. And I caught up with Rory during the week for a chat about his career and a little bit more. Right now, I'm delighted to be joined by Wexford hurling legend Rory Jacob. Uh, Rory, how are things? Good, Sean. Good, good, good. Now, how about her? Hope you're keeping well yourself. I am, but I am. Thanks be to God. And um, I'll probably get straight into it. And growing up, Rory, with your father being a, a Wexford hurling legend himself, um, I suppose hurling was above all else for everyone in the Jacob household. Ah, sure, it was sure. You know, sure, coming coming from coming from the from from the, from the family ourselves, and, and and coming from the sub I come from, you 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 couldn't really escape hurling. To be honest with you, Sean, you know. Like obviously, my father would would have would have played with Wexford and, and for for a long time, and you know, going way back, there would have been roots in in, in our family in, in hurling as well. Jim Maiden would have been in, would have been a, a, a grand uncle of my father's, and he he was the fellow who played on the nineteen ten All Ireland team, Wexford, of course, All Ireland team oh. winning team. So there's a, there's a long long lineage of of hurling within our family, and then you couldn't really escape it with my father and and. My uncles Robbie and Christy. Christy won the All Ireland with Wexford in '68, and my father was on that. And you know, Robbie, Robbie, Robbie himself is, is is a hurling fanatic and would have hurled senior for Wexford and intermediate for Wexford. And you know, we've been we've been brought up on it then in the club as well. And sure, it's just a fanatical place for hurling. So, so lads like myself, we couldn't really escape. <laughs> yeah, it is a massive thing down in Wexford, and I suppose then playing through your youth and growing up. Um, you you obviously thrived uh, at the sport, and you actually broke onto the Wexford team as a teenager. And how did you find that jump? You know, from going playing underage games and with your school, and then moving straight to senior hurling as a teenager. Yeah, sure. To, to, to be honest with you, sure, sure. I look back on it now, really, Sean, and 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 I'd wonder to myself how how I survived it all. Sure, when when I came into it, I came in, I came into the Wexford senior senior panel in, in two thousand and two. That was only that was only maybe three or four weeks after I had done my leaving cert and you know, I I I, I was brought in by Tony Dempsey and, and, and sure at the time, you know, looking back on it I was green and I was I, I was I was fresh to it and I was probably probably thought I was maybe better than I was as well. But, you know, uh it was a serious step up, you know, I got in there the the first year and and you know, I, I I remember the Leinster final in two and, and 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 Tony Dempsey sort of said to me maybe with five minutes gone in the second half to warm up and 
Jeez, I, I was getting excited then in myself. And I remember I remember the whole second half running up and down the sideline looking at Wexford playing King Kenny. And geez, he, he, when he had told me to warm up, I was thinking, geez, I'll be in now in a few minutes. And mm-hmm. Tony left me warming up for the next 25 minutes. And I remember actually with maybe five or six minutes left, nearly walking down towards Tony, nearly to say, geez, bring me on, bring me, bring me on here. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, that, that, that was my first taste of it. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't really get a smell of the ball when I went in for the two or three minutes I was in, but you know it was sort of a a, a, a great baptism. And the following week, then I was we played a qualifier against Clare in 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 Port Leash, and you know again I was I, I was only a green young chap really, and I, I, we were Wexford were getting getting a, probably getting beaten by eight or nine points at half time, and it seemed to be kind of going away from us. And I was I was kind of sprung from the bench at half time and got in there and. You know, I got a goal in the game, and that, that kind of gave me a gave me a good platform, I suppose. Unlucky enough, we got beaten in the match, but it sort of gave me a good good platform and a good good introduction, to, I suppose, to senior inter county and to, and to you know the Wexford crowd as well. I suppose the the, the expectations probably was was high enough from yeah. on me as well. You know, coming from maybe being pre, pre, a pretty good player at underage level, so so it was a nice start, but. You know, I remember. I always remember well coming around to the following year, and the national league came around. And geez, believe it or not, me my, my first my first ever national league game was up in Derry. It was the it was the first and only time I ever played against Derry. Mm-hmm. And 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 we, we I remember going up to Derry that 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 time. And and one of my one of my recollections of it really is 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 it was such a tight little field. We were playing up in Derry, and you know the crowd were sort of baying for blood up there. And Again, I, I, I never sort of got a smell of the ball. And, you know, I, remember I, I was probably, probably taken off with five or six minutes left. And it sort of, it sort of showed me that, Jesus, you're, 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 you're far from after making it here now and you have to up your level here big time. And, mm-hmm. you know, I came down the, the following week again and we, well, I started the game against, against Cork the following week in the National League. And again, I, was, I, was, I, I played the game, but I, to be honest, I was poor enough. I didn't, I didn't really, again, do, do a whole lot. And, I remember sort of in my own head thinking after that I said Jesus if you if you if you don't start to step it up here now you know you'll be forgotten about pretty quickly and mm-hmm. you know we 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 played we played Tipperary the following week and I was le- le- I was left off the team and and deservedly left off to be honest <laughs> and you know I I I didn't I didn't get on the field at all for that game and yeah. you know I remember starting to think to myself I was working fierce hard in the background at the time you know waiting for my chance to get in again we we kind of played. We played Limerick then the following week in Wexford Park, and you know, with with maybe twenty minutes left, I was sprung from the bench, and you know, I sort I sort of knew in my own head that day that, and maybe I was completely wrong, but in my own head that day, I was I was I was thinking I have to do something here now mm-hmm. to to sort of try and establish myself and try get myself my inter county career going really, mm-hmm. and you know, I got on pretty well that day. I think I got two or three points coming on, and we won the game in the end. So I I sort of made a difference coming on the field and. I suppose my my inter county career sort of took off from there because you know I was rarely not on the team after that you know I kind I kind of I kind of you know got up to the level pretty quickly and I, and I, and I stayed on it for for maybe 12 or 13 or 14 years after that so you know it wasn't all smooth smooth at the start but you know it was a good grounding for me at the same time yeah yeah I get you and you know it never is I suppose when you're coming in at that such a young age it is a bit of a learning curve but you mentioned it there um 
about the Kilkenny team, uh, just to even warm you up looking at him, but uh, it was in 2004 mm. when he got the better of him. Your brother Mick got the last-minute goal when he went on to win the Leinster uh, that year against Offaly. Would you say that year and those two games alone were up there with the greatest days in a Wexford jersey for yourself? Ah, certainly, definitely, they would have been. So that was that was that was that was the only only silverware I would have got in in, in my Wexford career. Really, you know, to, to 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 win those games sure was fantastic. But you know, there was there was you know we, we in all three we were we were very close. You know, we, we we had we had we had a good year in a lot of ways. We 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 pushed we pushed Kilkenny pretty strong in the Leinster final that year. They kind of pulled away from us maybe with with. Five minutes left, as as they kind of do. If you give them a sniff at it, but we we were very very close to them. There was only two or three points in it coming to the end of the game, and you know there was very little between Wexford and Kenny at the time. And you know we went on forward after that and beat Waterford in a in a in a in a real humdinger of a game, really in Nolan Park in all three. And you know that gave us a lot of confidence. And we we kind of we kind of came to a Cork game in all three, and you know probably not much expected of Wexford but in, within our dressing room there was there was, there was we, we we were expecting to put it up strongly to Cork that year and you know we we had a, we had a kind of a, a mixture of, of of new players and 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 older more established players at the time and you know we we we, we it's probably probably the the all three semi final is is probably the one game I'd look back on in my career that 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 I would have felt had had regrets over because maybe with with 15 minutes left, we were four, four or five points up in the game, and we were we were hurling well. And Cork kind of got a run on us, and, and 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 they got ahead. To be fair to them, in the end of it, a great Cork team, but we we levelled it, and and it was it was sort of a we were beaten in the replay. But again, that kind of gave us momentum coming into all four, and you know we were there was maybe some of the older players, Salim Duns and Larry O'Gorman, a few of them. Those guys pulled away from it. They retired at the time, and. Mm-hmm. You know they were old enough, so there was a, there was a newer group of lads coming again in 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 all four, and you know the year had wasn't going that great. You know it was a poor league campaign for us, and again we had to we had to sort of knuckle down a lot of the time with me and with Wexford, especially in those earlier days. We didn't have great league campaigns for some reason, and you know we had to kind of knuckle down then in in the maybe seven or eight weeks between league and championship, and we kind of got a system of play going, and 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 the and uh, you know a, a confidence and an energy within us coming up to play Kenny in all four, and you know we were we were probably very probably more written off in the Kenny game in all four more than we ever were to be honest. And we were we were in a great position. We kind of knew it ourselves. I knew by the energy in the group that this thing is going well, and we're going to give Kenny a, a right rattle here. And you know we kind of came up with a, a game plan and a style of of play that. You know, we 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 stretched Kilkenny to the limit on the day, and you know, luckily enough, we we well, unlucky first of all, we were hurling so well, and typically Kilkenny again coming to the end of it, they got ahead. Mm-hmm. And geez, you, you know, they they that was that's the way they were. You never have yeah. them beaten, and they got ahead in the end of it. DJ, I think, got a got a point to put them put them two points ahead at the, at the time, and it looked like we were we were going to have one of those days where you'd be sort of saying, geez, we played well, but we didn't win." And, then we were lucky enough to get the goal in the end. With Michael, Adrian Fenland hit a great line ball, and Michael blocked down Peter Barry. And sure, I suppose the rest is history. With the place kind of, the place kind of went bananas. <laughs> then you know, and like that's the way Wexford is. And like we, we, we the, the funny thing about it is, it was a great game to win, but at the same time we had no trophy. And yeah, yeah. Like we were, we were, we were coming afterwards. We we sort of had to 
had to knuckle down and try and refocus the place. And Wexford is a place that kind of the energy in it, it it takes off a lot when, when the hurling team is going well. And mm. you know, it, it was probably maybe at the time some of us probably found it hard enough to even focus in on on the Leinster final, but. You know, the, the Leinster final sort of didn't start off great first. You know, Offaly had us under a lot of pressure, but we got a goal midway through the first half. Michael got a goal. I took a shot and it was saved by Brian Mullins and he came in and, and got a goal. And that kind of, and Damien in the goal then kept us in the game with, with a lot of saves. And I remember at half time, sort of, a lot, a lot, a few of the experienced players spoke and sort of said, lads, we have to get this over the line. And they'd probably been there before. And, we kind of put in a workman-like performance in the second half and lucky enough, we, we, we got over the line and, and got a trophy. So I suppose to win a trophy with Wexford was was a big thing, you know. There's not many lads in Wexford have, have Leinster medals, you know. It's, it's probably, you know, other counties that look at all Ireland's and things, but there's not mm-hmm. a huge amount of fellas in Wexford have Leinster medals. So to come out of my, my inter-county career with nothing, sure, it'd have been poor. So at least I have something to look yeah. back on to say, geez, I got, I got something tangible out. Definitely, and and as as you say it there, just uh, on about even winning a medal alone, it's because you kept coming up against that uh, Kilkenny team in the the mid noughties and you even touched on the Cork team as well. And like comparing mm. the two, how would you describe the differences in approach to playing them? And like, which do you obviously you played the Kilkenny team more, but which do you think was the uh, bigger challenge? Well, I I suppose you're you're probably talking about different different teams in different eras. There was there was a Kilkenny team first of all in. I suppose from from say two thousand and two when I first came into mm-hmm. it to maybe oh 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 six yeah where where Wexford and Kilkenny were were very much really on on a par with each other you know there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot in it in the O two Leinster final there was two points or something in the end of it as I said to you already O three was 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 close we were I think there was seven or eight in the in the end of it but we 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 had pushed them hard for a long time and then. 04 we beat them and in 05 again in the Leinster final we, we pushed them to the pin of their collar and we, we probably could have got over the line we were very very close again beaten by two points so there was very little between Wexford and Kilkenny at the time and probably the same with Cork you know Cork, Cork in that time had a, a, an excellent team you know 3 or 4 we played them and you know Cork, Cork were probably probably at the time the more professional outfit than anyone in the whole whole country really they did they took professionalism probably on to another level altogether, and and their preparation and everything. It, and maybe maybe the car fellas would say different, but it just seemed from the outside that they were they were that a little bit more professional than everybody else. And they they, they were just super, really. The the O three game, as I said, we were very very close to them. Even in the replay, we pushed them strong for for long periods. Probably they had a little bit more legs in the replay that 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 than us and and probably our, some of our old, older players maybe the week between the games, maybe five, six days between the games, they, they probably didn't have the energy that, that, that they would have needed to get over the line. But that was a, that was a super Cork team, really, if, if you look back on it. You know, the, the, their, their forwards, the Ben O'Connors, Joe Deans, the, these guys were were absolutely top class. And then a back line of Sean Ogwen, Sherlock, Dermot O'Sullivan, Ronan Kern, Tom Kenny, John Gardner, sure, their, 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 their household names, mm-hmm. top class players, you know. So, you know, that was that was probably Cork's best year, I'd say. At that time, they probably they probably admit themselves that they, 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 I didn't play them much after that anyway in championship. But mm-hmm. they probably they probably drifted off a little bit did, after yeah. maybe oh, 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 06, Probably the the O six All Ireland final probably took a good bit out of them. And there was a few strikes and things maybe after that. They probably mm-hmm. probably finished off that 
that great era of of of, of Cork players and the Kilkenny team then sure you know I I spoken about that era but after oh six massive team they they were just they were just out of this world to be mm-hmm. honest with you you know they were they were they were just fantastic really and and they were a huge huge challenge for anybody to come up up with and we 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 probably played them and suffered against them more than anybody else you know we 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 had quite we had quite a decent team mm-hmm. i would feel in that period but you know it probably didn't look at look like that from the outside because every time we'd get a result we'd come up against Kilkenny and 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 they'd probably give us a good a good hiding and it seemed like Wexford were kind of going nowhere like so you know in, in like i just go go to 2007 John Myler was over us in 07 and we had a we had a great year really in a lot of ways but you know, we, we got to a league semi. We beat Galway in the league quarter final when Gerlock Nam was over him. A great result for Wexford. And we, we ended up in the league semi final and we ended up playing Kilkenny and Torless. And they, get, they gave us a bit of a hiding, to be, to be fair about it. But mm-hmm. again, they took, the, they took the wind out of our sails. And we met, we meet them in a Leinster final again. And, you know, they, 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 they put us under big pressure again. And then we come back in 07 and, and beat Tipperary for the first time. Wexford had beaten them since 1968 in the. In the in the All Ireland Championship in the quarter final, and who do we who do we come across again in the semi final? <laughs> only only Kilkenny, you know. It seemed like every time we we made a step forward, they were there to they were there to to, to come up against us, and you know they 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 just were so so ruthless, really, that they, that they wouldn't allow you they wouldn't allow you to 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 get a foothold in the game, and and if they got a chance to strangle you and 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 put you to put you to sleep they'd do it and that's the way they were and probably I'd say there was a lingering thing with Brian Cody and some of the Kilkenny boys as well from 04 and 05 against us that they knew if they gave us a kind of a, a smell of victory at all or, or, or an opportunity to get into a game that they probably knew we could hurl they knew we, we, we had talent and they knew that the Wexford, Wexford crowd would get behind them strong would be hard beaten so they kind of they kindless were kind of were, were absolutely ruthless. Like if you, I was, I was looking at a program from a, from one of the games. I think in in 08, and we were just looking at a. I think it was the Leinster final of 08, and I think there was about four. There was four fellas, three fellas, sorry, who ended up being hurlers of the year, who who were subs on the team. So that 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 would just tell you the, the 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 talent and the strength that they had, and. No team in that period really could live with them until until Tipperary came along in mm-hmm. you know nine or ten and really really pushed them to the limit. But there was no team around could live with them. And to me, they were they were the greatest team of all time with with some of the greatest players of all time. And you know, the Cork team were excellent, but at the same time, they wouldn't have been at the, at at the level of the, of that Kilkenny team yeah. really. You know, definitely, definitely, and. Um... You kind of touched on it a small bit there as well, you know, on about the Cork team and O3 and professionalism. But as you went mm. through the later years of your career, did you almost notice a transition, especially in hurling, on like the game turning to almost semi-professional due to the level of dedication you needed to almost stay with the pack, you know, rather than try and get ahead? Yeah, pr- probably. Yeah, but at the same time, there was there was there was huge. Even when I started off, there was there, there was a, a a huge. I I I don't know whether burden is the right word, but there was a huge burden on your time to 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 to, to do your work, do your work, and to, and to to be constantly trying to improve and 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 at the strength and conditioning side of this, and at at the nutrition side of it, and at the training side of it. So you know. 
there was always an emphasis on on preparation. I, I would have felt from from my early days throughout the time, but probably probably there was there was as as the whole thing went on, there was more and more tactical type of stuff came into it. There was more and more video analysis came into it. There was more and more kind of uh, scrutiny of of your own team and individual performances that came into it. That 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 maybe wasn't there earlier on. You know, when I would have started off, it was very much pick your fifteen players and 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 go into your position and 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 hurl your position. You know, whereas when when I ended up probably by by two thousand and fifteen, fourteen, fifteen. Your job as a corner forward, especially in my my position, would have changed a good bit. You know, you you were you know, when I started, you were told go into your corner and stay there. Whereas, <laughs> you know, if you move nearly to the other side of the field at that time, there'd be somebody shouting at you, say, get on your side. You know, that sort of way. Whereas when when I when I ended up then in in maybe thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, it was all about movement and all about creating space and all about you know. Not standing in your own side. If you stood on your own side, a lad would be shouting at you, saying "Move" or, or "or go somewhere else" or give the guy something to think about. So mm-hmm. the game is is constantly changing, and it's changed even even more now. You know, from from what it was then, it was you know, going through my time, it was it was very much maybe three three in the full forward line and a flat line first. Then it moved on to maybe you know maybe two inside and one on the outside of that three and now it's maybe moved now again towards maybe teams having maybe one on the inside line or you know maybe maybe a rotation sort of a thing so the game is changing it's evolving you know it's 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 getting different all the time but like I wouldn't say there was any greater burden on lads by the time I ended up playing than than when I started off to be honest I think I think there was there was maybe more innovations in the way you trained you know earlier on in my day you know the training side of it was very much flogging and long runs and you know starting in in maybe early January or late December and you're doing these 20-25 minute runs whereas by the time I would have finished up that sort of stuff was gone and was moved on towards you know the, more, the longest you'd probably run was an 800 meter run but that that was repeated and repeated and repeated and brought down maybe to 400s as it went on and then to 200s and as you got closer to the championship you were doing more repetitive sprints and that mm-hmm. that type of stuff so it would have changed a lot in that way you know yeah definitely and and give us a small idea then as well you know of a typical week for an inter-county hurler like how much dedication like does it involve how many days a week are you talking like give us a typical week there say say towards the middle teens there um as you're coming to the end of your career the kind of like layout for your typical week yeah well sure really and truly sean to be honest with you, you're probably doing something most days. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's there's no there's no real off day in a lot of ways. You know, whether that's whether that's weights, whether that's recovery, whether that's you know nutrition, whether that's just training on the field. So a, t- a typical week, probably just say in 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 maybe mid February when you when you when you were really into 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 the preseason stuff was probably on a Monday night. You're probably talking about doing your your weights or whatever it is and you know, looking after your nutrition to the last again, and then on Tuesday night you're probably you're going to the field to train, and and that could involve hurling, it could involve running, it could involve bits of bits of weights and conditioning stuff on a, on a Tuesday, and then Wednesdays probably again back to the gym and working on working on whatever it needs to do, whatever whatever program you're on, and 
by Thursday then maybe you're looking at maybe a bit of a down day but you could be could as the forward be out taking shots at the goal or improving your, your touch or you know maybe doing a little bit of extra stretching or recovery and you know, recovery is working in a lot of ways. Like that, 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 that's not simple either. And then by Friday night, you're going back to train again. You know, and mm-hmm. maybe maybe on maybe on a Saturday, then you could be doing a bit of video analysis, or you know, there could be meetings on, and then you could be playing a league game on a Sunday. So it's 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 really constant. To be honest with you, it's it's it it seems like a lot, and it, it it seems like a huge burden. But the way I look at it is, it a lot of that is a choice as well, Sean. You know. Mm-hmm. You, there's nobody, there's nobody making anybody do it and you know lads are trying to improve lads are trying to get ahead and like I, I go back to the I'm talking about the 03 and 04 you know I'm sure a lad like Sean Ogo Halpin at that time was, was doing that type of stuff and mm-hmm. like if you wanted to live with somebody like him you had to be you had to be doing more than he was or try, trying to do more than he was because like I, I remember playing outside of, inside of him and you know you could be marking away in Sherlock or Brian Murphy and both of them would be all over you and trying trying to stop you and then you know if you got a ball you'd hear you'd hear Sean Ogan and, and and the breeding of them arriving in on top of you <laughs> with it within seconds. So if yeah. you if you weren't if you weren't physically there and mentally there and after doing your work somebody like him would absolutely eat you alive and mm-hmm. you know, even a lad like me who wasn't the strongest fella alive, I had to be always constantly trying to look for little little angles and little areas that I could get better on and it was just constant, really, and I'm sure sure it's no different for for lads nowadays. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that is, brings me to my final point. Then you just look at the the Limerick team now at the moment, and go on about then. We kind of touch on all the points we did on about um, the professionalism, and even look at video analysis of sports science and everything that's coming into it. The Limerick team that's mm. there at the moment. Do you reckon, say, either the Cork team of the mid two thousands or the Kilkenny team of the late noughties? would be able to stick with the Limerick team that's there today? Yeah, I, to be honest, the, the Limerick team that, that's there now, she, everybody knows that they're fantastic and they're, they're, they're a machine, really. But, I, I you know, I, I think any of those teams, you're talking about the Cork team from 03 to, to or 02, 03 to, to 06, around that time, and the Kenny team then from whatever, 6 to 12 or 14, wherever it is, those two teams were super, and I, I think I think if they met that current Limerick team, first of all, I don't think they'd be phased by them. You know, no more than the Limerick team would be phased by them. These types of super teams are are not really they they have huge belief in themselves, and like I I'd love to see it. If we're never going to see it, it would be a, it'd be a great game to see the, the the matchups. You know, imagine imagine Tommy Walsh taking on what Gerard Hegarty or Tom Tom Morrissey or. Mm-hmm. You know Ben O'Connor or John Dean going in on 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 Sean Finn or Sean Oak going on any of these guys. Any of these fellas were were were, were top class fellas, and like I I I don't I, I wouldn't be able to separate them in a lot of ways. The Kenny team for me are still still the greatest team ever. But at the same time, the Cork team and at their peak, you know three or four would have definitely put it up to that great Kenny team. And and the Limerick team of 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 that of now would would put it up to get that Kilkenny team. So there's there wouldn't be much between them. I I I couldn't separate them in a lot of ways. They had they had top class management teams. All of them they were very very well brought out. They they like the the key ingredient for anything is is top class players. And all those all those teams had had what would I what I would call you know generational players and and, and top class players of of all time really. If you go through it and you know, 
very, very little would separate them, I think, at their peak, and, and it'd be hard to pick a winner. Yeah, I'd imagine those that those games, if they did, if they did ever happen to be something, if you had enough Gaelic games, PlayStation game or something, to nearly be the first thing you would ever go off. But um, it, it, it'd, it'd be unbelievable, wouldn't it? You yeah. know, the, 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 you know, it'd be great to see, really, to be something else. Listen, Rory, thanks a million uh, for joining me. It was an absolute pleasure talking to you. And I, I wish Wexford hurling all the best going into the future. Yeah, so sure. hopefully we'll 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 get back into the winners enclosure soon enough, and we'll we'll, we'll keep driving on. No, don't sure. do it. You'll be Thanks. dancing at the crossroads. We will. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Thanks, John. So then this weekend, we have the senior football final on Sunday between Clonakilty and St. Finbars. Uh, we also have more Premier League action this weekend. We have rugby in the URC, and a full slate of NBA and NFL action. Uh, so that is it pretty much from me this weekend uh, hope you can join me again next week you're listening to West Cork FM <laughs>